systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. So you need a break from packing. Yeah. So you said, let's go record the podcast. Yeah. Is packing really that hard? When we're going to a place like like a music festival where we're camping, I forget how much shit you need when you camp. I mean, you're basically bringing everything but the kitchen sink. Oh, it's, it's not a hotel. I mean, no. there's there's no one to call down to if you need a bar of soap exactly. or something. So, yeah, I just, I'm forgetting like, oh shit, yeah. you really do got to bring a lot. You have to bring clothes for Every kind of weather, you have to bring shoes for every kind of weather. You have to, you just have to bring everything. I, I totally always forget this when we go camping. I mean, I'm seriously sitting here. It's a Sunday afternoon for us. I, I just watched some of my Sunday news shows, and I'm sitting around just click clacking away, doing some rando paperwork, really enjoying my time. And I, I, my wife just busts out of the uh, bedroom, and she's like, "You want to record a podcast? I need a break from doing this right now. I need a break." It's like that exhausted uh, new mom look when she comes out of the room with the baby when she's like, yeah. just need a break. Take the baby Take from the her. baby. It's like she looked at me like, I need a break from the stupid suitcase. Are we taking both? Are we taking the blue and silver one? Oh, uh, yeah. We'll probably end up taking two. Taking both? Yeah, we just did Fucking 80% your shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she knows it too. Listen, I love you, but you know it's true. We can probably we could probably get away with one bag. No, but I think, think it would be so? I think it would be pushing it. That'd be terrible. The problem is, is like we could get away with one bag, but it might go over the weight. In which case, you might as well have Fuck packed that. two bags because the isn't the isn't the fee the same or well, is it different? We're um, growing the, American, which yeah, is well, first first check bag is thirty bucks. We're doing something most Americans don't do. Both uh, going both ways. We have different airlines. For each leg of the trip. Now, yeah. this is because of the way technology works, right? The way we're able to source information now. Perhaps uh, the round trip fare or times don't work for you. Sometimes you book one one way, one the other. Now, here's the quandary. We're flying American there, which is pretty out of all of them, you know. It's it's not like a frontier. No, it's or not a, bargain based. It's not bargain. And it's, it's also not one where you're going to get nickel and dime. Yeah. But... It is home to one of the original nickel and dimes, which is the baggage fee. Yeah. Okay, fine. Coming back, we're flying Southwest. And we all know Southwest, while they may not be able to get you where you want to go the same week, (laughs) the one thing that they have prided themselves on, and I swear to Christ, it's the reason why we're all like, okay, we'll give them another chance. Free bags. Yeah. They're the ones who stood in the way of all the cheap money. That they could have picked up. They said, we are going to stay. And to, now, it, we may not be sitting next to each other on the flight. <laughs> and right, the flight may not arrive on time, but at right. least we don't pay for our bags. You can't pick your fucking flight. You can't even guarantee you'll be sitting next to your two-year-old. Do you but know what sucks the about The bags that? are free. Southwest used to be like Weren't the they? go-to. Weren't they? Everybody was like, you have to fly Southwest. And all of a sudden. But, but let's, give them, let's give them an inch here. This the whole thing that happened last yeah. year where there were like six thousand flights. I don't know some ex- ah, you know. exorbitant number. 
it's it's never happened before with them, and it hasn't happened since. Well, and, and this it is... sucks for the people it did happen to, but I, it's not something that happens every two months. Yeah, and you know, Pete Buttigieg is like, "What the hell, guys?" Like it, it happened once; it was terrible. It's but... unfortunately kind of. And me and you were having a personal a personal conversation yesterday about this, about the history of deregulation and broadcasting, which, by the way, dates back to 1996. We hope you guys look it up. Um, but I guess with airlines, right? We've arguably, and I don't think it's because of deregulation, it's just because of the free market, really. We've seen the number of airlines from at least the time I've been alive, right? I'm, yeah. I'm 45 now, everyone. 45 Turn years 45. old. Turn 45. In my 45 years, I can think of a bajillion airlines that, that have, have come, come and, and go. gone. Yes. And we now have arguably less choice. So think about it like and that, this. And just so you know, with the conversation we were having, it relates to radio in that like a few companies own a, a million yeah, stations. Where that now, used to not be allowed. Where that used to what that wasn't allowed. But so here's what I'm thinking: If you used to have a bunch of people deliver you like a little slice of pie, and one of the slices sucks, you kind of go, "No big deal. It's a small slice." The problem is. Now there's only four people yeah. giving you a slice of the pie. So you get a quarter of the pie. And if that quarter doesn't show up, yeah. I don't like what happened with Southwest. It's kind of a big fucking deal. It is, yeah. Right? So it's like, I know, I, God, I think they just got voted. And it actually was a clickbait article that got me because I was wrong. They got voted like the the worst airline by by consumers Man, for the past year. I thought for sure it'd be Spirit. I <laughs> just because of the jokes. I said, "Oh, Spirit's always going to come in like fan voted worst airline." And holy shit, Southwest beat them. I I wouldn't go that far to say that they, they they've had the worst year. <laughs> they said, "I mean, it was." If you're kind looking of at a, the last year, then yes, okay. <laughs> it was a very consumer. You are the traveler. Yeah. You're the consumer. We're going to pull you on all these airlines. People who I they had to have traveled X amount of times in the past year, and far and away, they said for the first time, Southwest rocketed to the top of like the, the everyone hated them. Did you see the airline? In New Zealand, that is now weighing people before they get on Ooh, the plane. Oh shit! Yeah. And so it's it's really quite not quite as bad as I thought it would be. No. Like on on you know the headline looks horrific. Oh, You're thinking, it looks oh my bad. god! Yeah. And even even the CEO of the airline was like, yeah, it's unorthodox, but he's like, we need to know the weight that our plane is carrying. And yeah. basically, they have you get up on a, a scale, and it's not it. They don't like put in your weight by your name. It's totally anonymous. But they just need a total weight for what's on the plane. But still, I was like, man, like that's where we're at, you guys. Well, that's kind of a kind of a twofer with that one. One, like you said, the headline looks fucking horrendous. Yes. One. So as a news person, I jumped news, all over. Oh, yeah, it. You're all over. You're like, if it bleeds, it leads, and if it's fat, it's all that. Okay. <laughs> but then reading it, I was like, okay, it's not quite um, as bad as it looks. You ever been on a flight where that's actually happened? Where they where, where they rearrange people. No. I did. I was on, this is American Eagle too, which we all know is the subsidy of American Airlines. Yeah. It's the little one. The little planes, yeah. So I was flying to my very first radio interview, like outside the neighborhood. Uh, it was in San Angelo, Texas, at uh, West Texas, where they measure things in hours. You like Mexico? It's three hours that way. <laughs> you like a good mall? It's about two hours that way. <laughs> so I flew out for this interview because it was the fucking 90s and there was no way to do it over video, yeah. right? You had to do face-to-face -face business. And I flew from Chicago on a regular flight into Dallas. And, and then, then you flew the little flight. When yeah. I got into Dallas, they got out this toy model airplane, right? And they had to wind it up. 
vroom, send us up. But it was a little itty bitty plane. Flying it there, no big deal. Flying it back, it's the exact same route. And there was uh, some bigger cowpoke yeah. uh, getting out of the plane. And they literally kind of started shuffling people to properly distribute the weight. And I shit you not, this is the closest. I mean, it makes sense. This is the closest I ever felt to like flying on a Cessna. That's the size of this oh, yeah. fucking plane. Those, they're like puddle jumpers. They're, they're so, so small. small. So you, li- feel like, yeah. you feel like you just by yourself are too big yeah. to be on the plane. So there were some big, you know, big cowboys on there. And they just said, all right, we're going to move that guy there. We're going to move that there. there. Bip, 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 bip. All right, let's go. It's nothing personal. Now, here's the second part. One, so that happens here, and I'm sure a lot of us can go, oh, yeah, that's probably happened. They've moved yeah. us around little puddle jumpers if you've flown little flights. The second part is, where is this story coming from? Where does it originate from? New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. Do you know anything about New Zealand? I know. They filmed Lord of the Rings there. <laughs> well, besides that, New Zealand, uh, very much part of the Polynesian oh, oh. Pacific Islanders. If anything knows anything about my brothers from the Polynesian Islands, and Lord knows I got people I consider family, family from the fucking islands. They are big yeah. brothers and sisters. And that's in their, they will tell you, my my good friend who's Samoan, he goes, bro, our people believe we're big because our ancestors were cannibal warriors. Oh my God. And that they fucking not only defeated you, but they devoured you afterwards. And, and that's that, why they're so And big. that's why now we're all these big dudes because he's a big old Samoan, right? Yeah. So think about that in New Zealand. Interesting, yeah. You're flying little flights, right? Because where the fuck are we really going? It's New Zealand. Well, no. They, no they're they, going to what, not, Australia? They're, but they're not like puddle jumper flights. Yeah, but they're definitely not, you know, it's not like New York to LA. They're getting like little hops across these mainlands. And then you got these big old New Zealanders walking up with the whole family. We got to do some weighing in, pal. Listen. And the cool part is, remember, that's only weird to us. You don't think that, like, some big Samoan ain't going to sit next to his big New Zealand cousin and be like, I'll wager, you, bro. Ah! Ah! Right? It is a hell of a headline, though. It is. It's an amazing headline. I loved it. So it's the 206th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. We appreciate you being here. This kind of begins the podcast of uh, Bonnaroo because we're going back to the Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival for the first time since 2019. Uh, I've been going. I promise we will not make the whole podcast about Bonnaroo. Yeah, but it pretty much is. So I don't. <laughs> but but I feel like it just is what it is. So if you're someone who's a Bonnarooie and who's tuning in for the first time, awesome. And if you're part of the family and you know who we are, we don't need to tell you this is what we're into anyways. So we're just going to assume this is the road we're going to travel down. But we're gearing up for Bonnaroo. I've been going since 2013. AJ's been going since 2014. We did, 2020 year did not happen. We didn't go in 2017. That's right, 2017, our son. We had his Mackinac Island field trip. Yeah, we had to be all grown up parents and shit. So we haven't gone back in a while, and there were all kerfuffles with the pandemic and a misfire of a year, and we're returning to Manchester, Tennessee. And I don't quite know. I was talking to someone yesterday about it who who's aware but not aware um, what's involved with getting there. Oh, that's why the pa- the packing is overwhelming by itself. But then there are so many other, like, this is just the first yeah. in a line of stuff you have to do to get there. Like, we, I mean, obviously packing, and if you've ever packed a camp, you know you have to pack everything just in case. 
once we get there, we're staying overnight at a hotel. And then yeah, the, the next, first night. The like first we night. fly in, we fly in to Nashville. Because that's the other thing, too. People I've talked to, you say Tennessee, they all assume Nashville or Memphis, or at least like within the burbs, yeah. right? Like assuming, oh, you're going to Lollapalooza. That means you're flying into Chicago and then Lollapalooza's in Chicago. Yeah, no, Manchester's what, 90 minutes outside Nashville? It's about a buck and a half to two hours outside of, you know, uh, Nashville. So it is not a suburb. It so, is, you're going one place to essentially then pack up and travel and go another place. I say, we go to the hotel because we get in at like nine. The next morning, we have to Uber to pick up our car which we then have to, well, we should probably, what do you think? We're going to go to the store first or do we go pick up the I, you RV? You know what? I've thought about that because here's the we way should we should probably pick up the, well. See, I, I, do you want to drive around with the RV or do you want to no. just get it and get the fuck out Let's of town? Just get it and get the fuck out of town. So yeah, then we have to go. Um, so we pick up the truck because yeah, yeah, we got this pickup truck that we're going to be hauling this RV with. So we and, go, we pick yeah. up the pickup truck. Then we go, we make our famous Walmart run. Go to Walmart. We grab everything you need. Tennessee. And then we go pick up the RV we're renting, and then we have to drive it. Then you got to Manchester to Manchester. Now that's again probably two hours because you're you're hauling. You're hauling you got to yeah. go slower. You're in the slow. Let's lane. be honest. It's Tennessee, and they want to arrest you for everything. Yeah. These motherfuckers are well aware. You should dress in drag just for oh, fun. Oh fuck off! See what I'm, no, I'm trying to dress like Ned Flanders. <laughs> I'm trying to give them. You're about to see me. <laughs> With a fucking Austin 316 hat, that's a religious verse, right? You should put a pride flag on the truck. And no, see- no, 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 no. You're trying to attract attention. Listen, you're exerting your privilege, white blonde lady. I don't want to have any interactions with a police force that doesn't, thinks everything I'm into is, is, is weird and illegal. Illegal, okay? <laughs> Things in my state that are legal are not legal there, and I'm not talking about fucking drag queens. So I legitimately fucking mean this. And this is talked about in the community because a lot of people drive and they don't fly like us. We're we're the rarity. A lot of people just drive. They talk about hitting Tennessee and they're like, this is the fucking honeypot. Yeah. I mean, this county where we're going, it's, it's crazy. And maybe this is the way we break down walls and barriers. Coffee County is a radically conservative county which is wild then that a music festival like bonnaroo takes place (laughs) in coffee county it is because uh it's something we all learned through the fox news trials rupert murdoch said there is no red there is no blue there is only green and you want to imagine a county with a small population and a small tax base yeah this brings in a lot of money for them and there's actually the last time we went remember how many locals we meet locals See. every single time. And that's time. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is that kind of not how you break down yeah. some of those walls, well, right? It's, it's not like the locals are sitting at home screaming at the walls like, ah, oh, damn, Bonnaroo. I'm sure there are some. There are definitely probably some, but a lot But a go. lot of them, yeah, because they, they get free tickets. Yeah. So they're like, well, I get a free ticket. So I go, I've, and I've gone every year, and they have a blast. But I say that when AJ starts fucking joking about, we'll dress in drag. No, there know. are fucking talks about how to properly get to Bonnaroo without getting arrested. Yeah. There are people... Because the, the cops just wait. I mean, it wait. really, it's it's, it's like it's like flies listen. to a turd. Let's be the honest one here. Most of the country, weed is legal. Yeah. Tennessee is still across the board. No, no. So that's the literal shooting fish in a yeah. barrel. And they don't want people. You imagine that? No. Let's just. I no. mean, me and you, we're we're grown folks, so we we're in a different you know world. Let's imagine you're 22. 
just graduated college. Yeah. And this is like your fucking college graduation present to you and yourself, all your friends. You guys are going to go down to Bonnaroo. And you know you're stringing it together barely. Yeah. Because you're driving from, uh, let's say, Chicago. So you're pitching in money and all this. And you hit Tennessee and you get close. And you got the whole car painted up, Bonnaroo or bust. And those fucking sirens hit. They pull you over and they're going to ask, is there anything in the car we should know about? And you're going to say no. And they're going to say, well, can I go through the car? And you're going to say, no, actually, I prefer you're not. They're going to go, great, I'm going to need you to stay here. And they're going to get a K-9 to come on down. And that K-9 is going to smell the weed that you smoked last year in that car. <laughs> and the cop's going to tear apart your car. And you, at least the driver of the vehicle, is going to find himself in county detention yeah. for that weekend. And then your friends are sitting there going, so do we still go to Bonnaroo what even though do? Joe's in count? Does he need bail? I shit you not, right? I mean, that'd be fucking devastating no, in like 22. Yeah. So we have to get to this. It's like a little video game. You have to dodge the conservative police yeah. uh, as you're going through back roads of Tennessee. And then we get to Manchester. And we have to. Here's the weird part, too. Uh, we're media folk. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not the normal uh, Bonnarooian who's purchased a wristband of some sort. We have another little extra step, which is cool because, you know, it's part of our process. We have to go to a building within Manchester to get our wristbands, to get our credentials. And then we travel again. It's weird this year because (laughs) we're trying to, and and, and don't say exactly where those things are in case people are are listening, but it is a whole new system this year. No, for it's, it's it's different this year. Um, like they they kind of the area we used to camp in, they've turned into something else, and so yeah, it's paid camping. It's paid now. camping. That's what it is. <laughs> they said the area you used to camp in is for now free. being utilized <laughs> for money. For money. So we had to. I'm and I'm glad I asked because they were like, "Oh, you're approved for media credentials, and you know this, you'll get this." And I was like, "Okay." Camping the same? Like, you haven't been there in a few years. Just curious. They're like, no, you got to buy it. So we bought camping. So well, yeah. no, they would give us tent camping. They would give us tent camping. So if you wanted yeah. to be, like, you've all seen those fucking photos of Bonnaroo or the any. Sea of tents, The yeah. Sea of Tents. You ever seen the Sea of Tents at, like, any festival? That's basically what they said. They said, hey, you guys used to have your own little area. It was set back. It was this. It was that. It was for you guys. But now you are with the people. And, uh, and, it's very, uh, <laughs> and it's actually very rare that media, and I, I think they knew what they were doing. Most media people do not camp, tent camp. I was going to say, they, they never. Have, they have a ton of equipment. equipment yeah. You can't tent camp with you know electronic equipment you're using for whatever you're covering. So I think they knew that the majority of us were going to end up having to buy camping. Well, and I'm also going to say this, because I've been watching this online too. Me and you are old. Uh, we're radio rats, as people used to call us. Um, we're from an old form of media. There's yeah. lots of media credentialed people who run Twitter and Instagram yeah. accounts, and the only equipment they need is their phone. Is their phone yeah. right? And, and I know that makes all the media people feel fucking old. Yeah. You used to walk around with your microphones and your little Trust recorder me, and we shit. Feel, we feel old too. Even now, AJ's trying to push me to bring our roadcaster, and I keep telling her we can do we interviews can just do with our phone. phone. And I'm like, bring she, the roadcaster. She's like, but 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 the mics and the this, and I'm like, do you want to fucking carry all that shit no, around at Bonnaroo? Really. Or can we just do an interview with Corey Wong with a fucking voice memo? We could. You probably could. I know. Um. So with that being out there, our camping situation is different where we're RV camping 
but it's with the normal Bonnaroo. Yeah, the Bonnaroo pop, which I'm not going to lie, guys. No, we're excited about it. I'm because excited. We, we've never can't. They've made the um, the camping into like its own experience. It's not just like they they here's your you know pop your tent right there, have fun. They have added, not only have they, I mean, gosh, since we started going. Oh, it's, since we've been going, it's a radical It used change. to be just like porta-potties. <laughs> now there are it like. It used to be Guam. It used yeah. to be a third world country. <laughs> uh, now there there are showers. There are permanent toilets. There there's are, public transportation. There's public transportation if you if you don't want to walk all the way to Santa Rue. Because trust me, I was, I was telling, who was I telling about this? Oh, my therapist. I was like. <laughs> Good <laughs> like, to know what you're talking about yeah. in therapy. Yeah. How about Bonnaroo? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It was my my personal, uh, my Irish dance trainer. Okay. I was like, listen, I'm taking next week off the workouts, but I'm like, I'm not going to be sedentary. Okay. We're talking like 30,000 steps. Oh, yeah. A day. You're going to be more active than you are when you work exactly. out. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, I won't be doing the workouts, but I will be active. So if you don't want to do that, if you want to break it down to 20,000 steps a day, you can have somebody, you know, they'll drive you in a tuk tuk or a golf cart or whatever. Um, but yeah, now there are like plazas in the camping where they have like separate concerts Yeah, and it's amazing. And we, that's the one thing about being in media while it was cool and it was free camping. You were isolated. We were isolated. We were on the other side of all the action. So you would hear about this weird shit like, Hey, Haley Williams from Paramore popped up and did this surprise set at one in the morning at this campground plaza. And you're like, oh. oh I bet that was cool. And so I, we're excited to be out there. With we're, the people. We're decorating our campsite. It's uh, it's going to be Camp Cactus. Because, hold on, listen. And you know it's true, too. And I, this was always the fucking weird push and pull, right? Because when I first started going to Bonnaroo, I literally bought a ticket and applied for media. I was like, listen, I'm not counting yeah. on getting in his media. I'm a little radio DJ in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. No one gives a fuck. So I'm going to buy my ticket. So I never had any expectations. And lo and behold, they're like, yeah, you're good. You're Gucci. Come on back. And I'm not going to lie. My first like year and then definitely like it was much better the second year with you and just inherently yeah. who we were camped by and with. But my first year, I was kind of like, oh, these aren't the vibes that everyone talks about in the campgrounds. No. And then I realized it's because I'm camping around people who are there working vendors, yeah, vendors, you know, beer people, um, friends of the friends of the friend. And I'm like record label people. Yeah. Right. So it's a little like, it's not industry cool, but it's a little like, Hey guys, like you don't get like the way I used to tell, tell a AJ, right. At Bonnaroo, we high five. You don't get your first high five till you get from where we used to be back yeah. a house to center room. Yeah, then you get your first high five. Now, being in regular camping. Oh, we're going to get high fives the second we're, we park. The second we park, yeah. someone will be like, wow, Pam. Well, the- some of the coolest like campsites, because we one year we camped in media and our friend was camping out in GA. And we went out to see his campsite because we had never really ventured out into the campground before. And it is effing awesome. Yeah. Like just everybody's campsite is different. Everybody, people. And I was, I was trying to explain this to my therapist. I was like, I, <laughs> I'm like, I, you don't understand. You ever feel like that Charlie Day meme when you start explaining Bonnaroo Absolutely. to someone? I was like, listen, people like they feed each other. They take care of each other. Like that one year we were making breakfast and like just handing it out. Want like, bacon? yeah, you want some bacon? Cool. And like. There's a, it's my favorite camp. Gosh, I hope they're there. Um, it's called Church Boners. Love Church Boners. And it's a big picture of the church lady, Dana Carvey from SNL. And they gave me a sticker. They, they have a whole setup 
about church boners yeah, and they gave me sure thing. they gave me a sticker that says I heart church boners and it is still on my bicycle right now. It makes me laugh. But I'm like, gosh, we we could be those people that like decorate our campsite. Yeah, you're kind of more in it, right? Which yeah. I know is probably I mean, we could decorate it in media, but nobody would give a shit because oh, everybody yeah, be, everybody back there is working. Yeah, they're just like, eh. this is like fun. Like we have we have some inflatable cactuses. We've got a banner. We've got an this, Arizona flag. You it's know, bullshit. you know my wife. She doesn't do anything less than fucking a plus plus plus, right? Except for the butt stuff. It's oddly, she's already taking an F. It's an exit, not an entrance, she'll Patrick. Take, she'll take a hard F on the butt stuff. No, it's an exit. Anything okay. else? Nothing extra, goes in extra there. Extra credit Stop in Stop it. Life. How dare you? Uh, Half she, my bag is full of stuff for the ca- camp yeah, cactus Yeah, I, mean, I have point. no doubt. By this morning, I wake up. It's a, it's a lazy Sunday, and I wake up uh, I've late. I've got the banner made. Holy shit, she's up making banners, and she's, look at the camp cactus this, and I'm going to put a fucking this. I got these little cactus, like, string lights. They're so cute. I'm so Holy excited about smokes. it. I just love it. I love I want to be, like, the fun camp. That's yeah. awesome. So what, you got overwhelmed, what, uh, with the clothes? What do you... Just because I, it's... Is it because of the weather? Yes, and I'm not, (laughs) please, please trust me, I am not complaining about the weather. Bonnaroo is in the middle of Tennessee. It is notoriously hot. And I say that now as an Arizona. It's sticky. It is so hot. (laughs) How hot is it? And it's humid. And, but this year... It looks to be like upper 80s, which we got to remember with humidity, that is still going to be warm, but not as warm as past years. Yeah. There's a chance of rain and it's cold at night. So now I'm like, oh shit. Like, okay, we have to bring, we got to bring rain gear. Cause you know, you could lock yourself up in the camper, but if it rains all weekend, you're screwed. Yeah. Got to get out. The only thing they cancel is for lightning. That's it. Yeah. Say rain things go on. Yeah. Lightning's a different thing. So you got to be prepared just in case to go out in the mud and have a good time. So I'm like, all right, we need rain boots. We need ponchos, rain jackets. Um, definitely need like a sweatshirt of some kind, maybe a long sleeve shirt to sleep in. And then you got to like during the day, like I've got shorts and swimsuits and like, like lace kimonos and i'm like okay but i need to bring multiple pairs of shoes i need Mm -hmm. to bring boots i need it's it's just overwhelming because the weather is so kind of all over the place like the first i think the first two days there's like a 50 percent chance of thunderstorms hold on it's been changing it changes every like hour like hour but i'll give you the current uh day by day the current day by day is thursday sunny oh shit it changed already i know thursday sunny high of 85 nice low of 62 friday Cloudy, high of 88, low of 62. Saturday, 40% chance of rain. High of 80, so we a lot cooler with that rain. Yeah. Low of 65. Sunday, cloudy, high of 85. See, mine says partly sunny on Sunday, high low of 85. Of, low of 63. I got to re- gotta remember to bring bug stuff, too, because, like, I get eaten alive. There are you, a lot of bugs. You know, people always talk about that. Bugs at Bonnaroo. I don't remember it being no, but it's particularly better, buggy. No, but it's humid. So it's better. And if it rains, it's better to be safe than sorry. True it story. Is, I mean, you have to think about the, it's. I, I look at it like I'm going back to Wisconsin for the summer. I know what that's like. You need bug stuff just yeah. in case. But yeah, no, it was just, it's, it's not, because I've always joked in past years, you can bring like a swimsuit and some shorts and you're good for an entire day. Mm-hmm. Now, with the weather being what it is, you don't know if you're going to be good for the entire day. You have to have options. So this is like this is the last the the last year we went, and this year are the two that are like kind of iffy with weather, and not even 
not even if he like it's not it's not going to snow, but yeah. you know you still it's it's more than you got to bring more than a swimsuit. Again, I've been there the blistering hot years. No, I, and I would much rather have this. <sighs> oh my god, you guys, we tent camped one year. Oh my god, we did it. We did it one year, and it was so bad. The person who was we were we were going to share an RV with somebody, and they backed out like days before we went, and it was really dicey because we were meeting them. In Tennessee, and we were meeting my cousin. Say we were getting a whole crew together, and his wife in Tennessee, and we were all going to camp in that RV. So when the person with the RV pulls out, holy shit, what do we do? So we ended up. I think was it my cousin who brought the tents, or did we just buy one? No, your cousin like bought them along the way. Yeah, it was one of those like, oh, we can find it online and then pick it up in store yeah. at like a, a Walmart or something along. The journey. And the problem was is that we were in media camping, which is mainly meant for campers and RVs. Because like I said, people don't tent camp when they have a lot of electronic equipment. So they put us in media camping in a tent where there is no shade. Which, and you are you are you are surrounded by generators and RVs and it was you're just cooking. That's now, all we did was cook in and these tents. This is a little bit of, you know, that that given, you know, uh give and take is that of course tent city in bonnaroo yeah. is to, is the exact same the thing exact same i thing, mean yeah. minus the rvs yeah because it's kind of weird to be between two rvs yes but it's all open field there's yeah. no shade i mean that is the big thing but i guess we we would have been more prepared yeah where we were prepared people get like pop-up tents and they you put get a them tent to put over your your tent yeah. yeah people actually i'll tell you what people get i yeah I we were hear, just not prepared we're talking like yeah. days we were caught very off guard i hear a lot of crafty uh manners of staying cool but again this year i don't feel like it's going to be staying no. cool it's probably going to be staying warm at night at night which is good because yeah they they do have i think every year they have one or two deaths yeah. from generators because people put their generator in the wrong spot or at least and, last couple of years it seems like that way yeah yeah, it, it seems like there's always one. Wasn't the so, one year like ambulance guys too? I think so. Like yeah, one they were paramedics. Yeah, like one year wasn't even like you, what you would think a nefarious camper. No, it was like so. And it, that's the thing. Everybody says, "Oh, people die at Bonnaroo," and I'm like, "Okay, yes, people do drugs and have a great time, and sometimes bad things happen." Yes, but like that year, that was just like somebody put their generator in a bad spot, and it filled. And a lot of people they camp in their tent in their cars. Mm -hmm. They will bring a car where they can just sleep in the back. And either they turn Ugh. the car on for air conditioning or it's a generator. And these people just get carbon monoxide poisoning and die. And it's ever. terrible. It's terrible. But when you have, I mean, it's hard when you have that many people, not everybody knows where you should put your generator. Not everybody knows not to let your car run, you know. The ambulance guys should. That was so sad. I mean, if it was. There is anyone who should actually know. It should be the guys who are in charge of the ambulance. Is one thing I love about Bonnaroo, though, is that they have a medical tent and a great medical crew. And if you're on something and you're freaking out, it's not like they call the Coffee County police. They just take care of you until you're calmed down and coming down a little bit and then send you on your merry way to have fun. I like that. I'm glad it's not like they're not out there looking for you. You know yeah. what I mean? I believe most medical, I mean, in general, most medical uh, relationships should be like that, Absolutely. right? Where it should yeah. be about your health yeah. and your well-being as opposed to like, you ever, I mean, this is kind of an extreme example, but we've all seen the movie where there's like the gangster doctor. Yeah. So when you get shot, 
You go to the gangster doctor. Yeah, like for some reason you can't go to the ER. Like no, you because can't. they'll call the cops. They'll call the cops. We go to this gangster doctor and he's like doing this fucking shady surgery in his basement with his daughter and they're dumping bottles of fucking vodka. <laughs> he's I'm burning a, his uh, his needle with a, a, yeah, a lighter. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> for not, not good. But yeah, like it is. Um, you know, that's what those people. I I just read a really cool AMA and ask me anything with one of the medics who actually works the uh, tent, the yeah. medical tent, and has for years. And he has a really kind of cool view because he himself before that was in the scene, right? So yeah. he's not just a rando medic who's getting hired for the job, which I'm yeah. sure plenty are. Absolutely. I mean, this is now a business. Think about it. Yeah. If you do that for a living, much like the guy who sells corn dogs yeah. who hits the circuit, you know, you're part of this traveling thing, too, if you want to be, right? You can be a security crew. You can be medical. But so this guy had kind of a unique view where, you know, he got the scene. Yeah, he understands it. And he let people kind of ask him everything. And that one, of course, comes up a lot about, you know, what is that procedure like? And yeah. all he said is we ask you so we simply know how to treat Yeah, you. they just want to know what you're on so they can help. It's not so... It's not. You don't need no. to be like, well, I, I just, you know... Don't have, lie about it. Tell yeah, don't, you know, on. it's like, let's just get to that part now. Yeah. And even if you're not sure, hey, I was pretty sure it was this, but now it doesn't seem like that. Cool. Now we can try to, like, yeah. figure out where we have to go to help you out. But it seemed to be, yeah, be... Can you imagine if somebody was in that tent freaking out because they took so too much of something and then instead they call the cops and well, take this like, person um, to jail overnight and they're still freaking out that's like well yeah who, who does that help nobody that's like um the year that who are they uh they run the uh oh the bunk police bunk police they they run like a they're a drug testing um advocacy group right yeah that basically want you to be able to test your drugs and prove what they are. So yeah. if you think you have MDMA, they have MDMA tests. Yeah. And you can test your MDMA to find sure it's out if it's MDMA. MDMA. And I remember the one year when they first, the bunk police hit big, and they would go to all the festivals in the parking lots, and that's what they would do. They would they'd say, hey, dude, what do you got? Oh, we got this ecstasy. We're going to take it tonight um, or whatever. And they'd test it, and it would come back like all types of shit, like yeah. meth. Uh, bath salts. That's good. when bath salts were really big. Remember well, that, that? Yeah, but that's good that they're doing that. Well, yeah, because how many? Ninety nine percent of those deaths you hear about are somebody took something that was laced with something else, no. and that could be prevented if you test it. That's fucking every. You know, I was telling AJ that the other day, and you know, we talked about. I watched my cheesy autopsy show on a uh, reels, the reels channel, and um. Man, so many goddamn fucking cool people, yeah. musicians, are all dying because of fucking fake overdoses. Like Petty, I I was pretty sure it was that, but like Petty was taking the pain pills for the back. Yeah, and of course bought illicit ones and got this massive dose of fentanyl. Yeah, that's the they're they're and in. and Prince same thing. We know Prince happened to him. He yep. was buying the fucking press pills. It pisses me off. I'm like, well, listen, yeah. if they were actually taking. What they thought they were taking, people are, you know, I know it sounds weird. They're being responsible. Well, yeah. They actually know, okay, if this is something that's this point, you know, grams, and it's supposed to be this substance, I know myself that I can take this yeah. much and be good. That sucks, man. So that's what he was saying, that you should just be honest with whatever it is you took and whether or not you're sure it is or yeah. whether or not you were sure, right? It could have been, hey, I just 
someone gave it to me versus, no, I took this and we had tested it and we made sure it is what it is. Um, that medic talked about, of course, the biggie hydration. Yeah. He talked about prehydrating. You ever hear about that? Um, kind of. It's like hydration is kind of a, you know, <laughs> what is it? You know, thug life. It's like hydration is like, a, it's like not a, a saying. It's a way of life, he was saying. <laughs> so he was, he was like, you need to prehydrate yourself. Yeah. I want you to start making sure that you're hydrated a week before you show up to Bonnaroo. I'm not worried about that because we live in Arizona. That's what I was kind of thinking. I said, you know what? We're, we're chugging a lot of water right now, so I'm not really concerned about that. But again, if you would have caught me in my 20s, yeah, I was well, fucking yeah. beer and popping. I thought that about it. that. I'm like, God, I didn't drink a lot of water back then. No. I really should have. Yeah. It was all the best you would do on hangover days was Gatorade yeah. or uh, like uh, Coke. That's what I would, Coca-Cola Coca Coca kids. Uh, yeah, that's what I would drink, but never water, right? Gotta drink water. So he said the- That's what? all we drink now is water. He said to hydrate. He, he, you, got, you have to eat. That's really hard to do. That's because, another one, yeah. Because it gets so hot and you're so tired that the last thing you want to do is eat. But you will feel like shit if you don't. Like, your body needs that. You yeah. really just, you got to kind of force it down. I know that sounds terrible, but I've done that. Where I'm, like, looking at something in front of me. I'm like, ew, I, I don't want to do this, but I have to. I was doing that on my birthday, oddly enough, because it was my birthday this weekend. But on my 40th birthday, five years ago, where does the time go? We were at Bonnaroo, and AJ got me this pizza. And she got me this pizza and spicy pie. And they're the most famous oh. pizza place on all the farm. They're so good. And I she, can't wait. She bought me an entire pizza for my 40th birthday. And it said 40. In pepperoni. In pepperoni, right? She paid $90,000 for it. It was like $100. Yeah, it was huge. <laughs> and we're sitting there eating it. And it is hot. I don't want to eat. I'm anxious too, by the yeah, way. I'm he hella the anxious because like my fucking mom just died and shit. And I knew I needed to eat. I didn't want to eat. I spent like $100 on this pizza, and I shit you not, you guys. I think he ate half a piece. I got and like- And I mean like half of one piece. I got like- a, Not but half the pizza. Everyone else in the crew took care of it. Don't yes. worry. But, but I, still, I was like, well, that was for you. I, I was sitting there like, oh, I need to get more in. Come on, you motherfucker. Ah. in like, oh. You ever, because you ever watch those shows on like TV where someone has to eat something, they can't get it down, and you're like, come on! It's simple! Dude, we just chew and swallow! Like, I was sitting there with one of the most delicious things in the world yeah. in front of me, and I couldn't get down. Like, we talk about that at Irish dance competitions all the time about how nobody eats. Because you're just, you're so nervous. So nervous. You're also, you're also like sucked into your getup, you know, like you've got tights, you've got a tank top, a sports bra, a dress, a wig. Like you're just, you're in kind of a weird space and then you're nervous. And then after you dance, then you got to wait for awards and you're nervous about that. And yeah. like, we all joke that like, we literally sat there and said, well, I'm starting to get a headache. I should eat something, but I don't want to. And like somebody will offer you like, here, I have a granola bar. And you're like, ew, I can't do it. Which I feel like would be a bonus to this being a cooler year. Because, will, because people will actually eat. You'll yeah. eat more because you're going to be hot anyways. Um, but The still, amount of physical activity, you got to feel it somehow. Yeah, you're going to be cooler. That'll make you want to eat more. Um, I'm just ex really excited. And this is totally true, you guys. We haven't been away overnight alone as a couple since Bonnaroo 2019. Do the math. 
That's a long time, you guys. That's a really, really long that's time. That's June of 2019. We've been on some dates, you know. That's fine. But oh, yeah. I mean, like, literally, like, sleeping together overnight alone. We, yeah, like, I've... And if you've been playing the at-home version of the game, you're probably saying, well, hold on. I've heard about these little uh, vacations and stuff. And um, one, we have individually gone away and spent time. AJ for her dance competitions. Me. Hawaii in the middle of February while AJ was stuck in the middle of Michigan's winter. Thanks a lot. No problem. But we've gone, uh, done things separately. Yeah. But not together. And the vacations we've done as a family is just that. We are as a family, which is all great and well. But as you know, you got a relationship. It's like a garden. You got to water that motherfucker. Do my parents... I, you, you, I did. <laughs> AJ I, talks about this all the time, but she's so salty. I am absolutely salty about it because growing up, my parents, they handed us off to my grandparents. They handed us off to Tell my aunt and uncle. Tell them. Probably one week in a month at least. One week in a month. So they could go away and do something. And not just, by the way... Yeah, not just on a Friday night, hey, me and mom are going to go out oh, no. to the movies. No, they'd go away for an entire weekend. They'd go up to Wisconsinites, we'll get this. They'd go up to Door County yeah. for the weekend. Or they just, I mean, God, they would even just, there was a bed and breakfast in Milwaukee they would just go to <laughs> for like two days. And I, I literally, I told them on the phone, I said, I just want you to know that we have not been alone overnight as a couple Ooh. in four days. Years. Oh, that sounds pretty tough. And yeah, my parents were oh, like, oh, boy. oh, wow. I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Did they realize that they that we don't have the same support because right. it's supposed to be them? That's what they. <laughs> oh, we just used to give you guys to grandma and grandpa. I know. Wasn't that nice? Yeah, was that great? That was awesome. You know who our grandma grandpa is? Yeah. But yeah. so listen, and, and it's, it's, we we're not it, it's saying time. that I'm not pissing and moaning because I laugh about that because AJ literally has talked about that. I thought that was normal. And for me, I have the opposite, right? Like I was raised by a single mom and I was her existence. Yeah. My mom vaguely dated like one dude in the that entire time, that yeah. entire time she raised me from zero. What was it? One. Yeah. One to 18. And it was always me and her everything. So that's all I knew yeah. was I got dragged on vacations with mom. We went to fucking dinner. We went to the movies. We went shopping. We everything. Mom went to college. Guess who got to sit outside the college classroom and play in the hallway? No iPad. No iPad, motherfucker. You know, it's funny you say that because I no thought. No motherfucking iPad. My mom, when my dad was out of town for work, <laughs> she used to take us to her MS Society meetings. Yeah. And they were at the local hospital. Yeah. Like, go fucking sit out in, there. In like the conference room. Yeah. Yeah. So we would just kind of like. <laughs> go. go. We just, we would just run around the hospital yeah. like until somebody told us not to. Yeah. <laughs> so I never, no, I mean, I, that's I, all I knew was me and my mom. Yeah. So it's so funny when I talk to you and you're like. My fucking parents handed us off all the time. Oh, yeah. You're like, they were always going off doing some shit. When my mom was working, my grandparents watched us. You, that when they were both working. Then you had like aunts and uncles too. Yeah, yeah. I We were, we were always somewhere. It's wild. So, we're fucking ready for it. Um, yeah. Yeah, we really, really, really are. You think it affects our relationship though? No, because I mean, we're probably used like to a it. little bit. I've, I've told people this before that like when we... It was weird. When we had our son, I thought my family would be as supportive yeah. as they were of me when I was little. I, I'm like, you know, it's, I've got a support system here. When we had our son, 
I remember we came home from the hospital and we were alone. Nobody was there. Nobody nobody was like, welcome home, baby. Dude, no one even came to the fucking hospital. No. People are... <laughs> People are like, oh, who is there? Your mom or dad? I'm like, fucking nobody. What are you talking about? Well, my family did show up. I'll give them that. But they were local. But I... I, <laughs> I think I st- my mom declined my phone call that day. <gasps> I thought we'd have the same support. And then I quickly realized that we weren't going to get it. It was a bigger... I, I, I do remember that. And again, just by the nature of my childhood of just you're fucking out there by yourself. I do remember you were very shocked about the nature of just it's us against the world. And yeah, I had no I do idea rem- it would just be us by... Because everybody was so excited about the baby. I thought yeah. they'd all be in on like... Like, it's a village. Oh, there was no village. We had that kid. <laughs> they burnt the village they, down. And that village, they, I mean, everybody they moved. Was, they moved. They moved the village down the block. <laughs> People like wash their hands of us. So when Pat got the job in Seattle, I'm like, we might as well go because we don't have a support system here. Yeah. So let's fucking go. And then we just ended up living all over the place where we've never had a support system. So we're used to it. Now, I will say, though, it's kind of and again, this negates all the last four years because the world went sideways and blah, 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 blah. But um, I feel like we really cherished the times we were able to get away alone. To get away. Whether yes. it was an overnight to Madison, Wisconsin for the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association Awards, where those motherfuckers would stiff us every year <laughs> for best morning show until the last year. And then we got fired. <laughs> but we would get like literally an overnight away for something like that. Yeah. And we'd stay in a hotel. And it was like the best fucking thing in the goddamn world. I mean, world. I will say that. Like, it was amazing. The village that we ended up building around us, wherever we lived, those yeah. are the people that I lived That's your to. family. That's the family. That's your family that, right there. Like, you know, like the night your mom died, I called our friend and neighbor Carrie and said, can you come watch Dylan while we go deal with Pat's dead mom? Like, like there's at a 11, corpse. We need corpse. to deal with this. At 11 o'clock at night, she came right over. I mean, that's family. That's the support system you build around you. But I... Absolutely, I'm I'm very bitter at this point, and we need time alone. <laughs> yeah, but I, <laughs> I am I, I I like I literally I am, get out like of my I way. Said, we're going, but like I said, I really honestly believe that if we were, and trust me, I'm not hating on anyone, but no. we had plenty of we see plenty of folks that had, that had all the support and blah 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 blah, and I go, that's cool, but. If you really do get in the groove of all the, like, if you don't appreciate if it, if your couple's life never really ends, yeah. right? And you keep that groove because of your family support or your social support system or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, those times almost become just part of life, yeah. right? And then you need to jazz it up again. Like every Friday night is date night. Yeah, every, which, which, you know, God bless you. But for us, I feel like, and this is like, I would rather it be not every four years, perhaps yeah. once a year. But the fact that like now we going to go some crazy shit, yes, man. Yes, we are. We're going to be some crazy shit. We're going to have a lot of fun together. So listen, yeah, I swear to God, this is what the podcasts are going to be about. I'm trying to lay down. Can we do our podcast from Bonnaroo on the, oh, yes, fuck. yes, we can. Then we have to bring this fucking roadcast. Well, or no, we can. We know you want to do it off voice memo. We can do it off voice. If you want to do it off voice memo? Bring your, bring it. your. We can just bring a laptop then. Yeah, no, we can do it That's that way. Super easy. You just compose. You just put in both, uh, both audio files. I'm also, um, I'm, I'm putting together interviews, um, for artists uh, that are performing at Bonnaroo. I'm still reaching out to see who I can get, but there's a good.
good chance that we'll probably put up a, b- a bunch of interviews. Uh, we're trying with- to get the Foo Fighters, guys. We're tr- <laughs> we have AJ goes all the way to the top. I don't give a right? shit. You give me their contact information, and I'm going to reach out. I sit there and just look at the niche artists that I like, <laughs> and that I know that I can probably get responses from. I'm like, you know what? I bet you Liquid Stranger. I'm a big believer that we'll if, back you, if you don't ask, you'll never know. You might as well but ask. Here's AJ. Roll, please. Here's Dave, AJ. Dave. AJ. The big three news lady is like, fuck that. I want to talk to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame group. Where's Little Nas X? Where's Foo Fighters? That's who I want to talk to. So I'm thinking we're going to put together um, some some interviews and shit. Um, so it's, um, it's, it's, it's going to be a good time. And I hope you enjoy it. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.